Hey, man, welcome, M456 Malachi. Is God turning the hearts of the fathers to the children and the children back? I believe so. It's happening. Hey, man, John McAllister, Gary Black, we're here. Journeyman, welcome. Anybody else listening? Look, you can go to um, journeyman.mn.co. Join the journeyman.mn.co. Or join the journeyman.com. Join our app, guys. We're doing a bunch of live meditations. We've got courses. We're we're recording a bunch of new courses. Um, and we're excited because we literally watched God do Malachi 4 uh in Emmett, Idaho. And I know we've talked about this a little bit, but John and I just kind of wanted to go over kind of some stories, what we saw, what we experienced. John, we 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 just we were marked. Um, the wild courage guys were marked. Uh, I remember we we're finishing close to midnight the last night. We were only supposed to go to eight thirty, and and Jeremy Morris, the founder, he's like, "Wild courage has been marked forever from these two men. Uh, we'll never be the same." And we've been texting. I've been texting with those guys just about every day, right, John? <laughs> it's been awesome. Yeah. It was just really cool what happened. And so we just want to share a few of the stories. I want John to kind of share what uh, the impact in his heart that happened and and what what does it look like now for you uh, with men, you know, and, and how we're going to do this moving forward. So so again, John, start us off like what we went up to Emmett. Let's share a little bit of that story. Right. I get I get a call from my buddy, Seth Barnes, who's launched me to Africa and launched me to Spain and been a big part of our family and. Um, and then he texts me and says, man, you got to listen to this podcast. And of course I was reluctant. I didn't want to, um, like always, I'm a little stubborn. It's like the chosen, by the way, John, I've been watching the chosen every night this, this week. I'm just <laughs> Come sobbing. on, baby. Come on. Dude, dude, wait, I got to <laughs> share this real quick. The, the one I'm, I'm just in, I'm in season two and the first one, when John's trying to figure out how to write his book and he's sitting across, I think from his mom. And, and, and he goes, I don't know where to start. There's so many things. I don't know where to go. And she said, and he, he said, there were so many stories. And she said, there's so many things that he did that there's no books. All the books in the world couldn't contain what this man did on the, and, and he's like, that's good. And he wrote it down. And then he remembers, and it goes into the show of him being a son of thunder and how Jesus kind of rebuked him and his brother. And then the end, it ends with him. It's raining and the thunder goes. It lightning and thunder go, and he just starts sobbing. And I was just sobbing with him. Like, even when Jesus rebukes us, right? It's still so good. It's just life. Mm. So anyway, mm. I, I, I've been watching that, but I was reluctant to watch it. So I was reluctant to listen, listen to the podcast, got in touch with Jeremy, called my buddy Johnny and said, we're going to Idaho. And man, within a few weeks we were there and our lives were changed. So Tell us about it a little bit, John. No, oh, bro. Which, <laughs> by the way, I, I'm so glad that you saw that that one with John and James out there plowing the field. You know, and they're, they're like, oh, we're doing this. You know, it's a big, yeah. important thing. And I just, I love how Jesus titled it. That's one of my favorites, too. I, it, it's one of my favorites. Um, and like you were saying, even in the rebuke, like Jesus laughs with them afterwards, you know, and 
<laughs> you know, I read this. This is this is actually funny that we're talking about this. I read this like, and I can't remember who posted it, but it's on my Google search. I have all those news feeds that you know come up on what I look at. So I always get a couple of sports, a couple, you know, world events, and some local stuff. And somebody posted on there the chosen and how like they were saying we we're we're seeing this and our emotions are getting connected, but we got to get back in the word and see exactly what happened. And I'm like, that's not the point of the chosen. The point of the chosen for me is it brings it brings life to people that have been um, for forebears or forefathers in this whole yeah. thing. It has nothing to do with trying to be as accurate as possible. The accuracy is between me and the Lord in the in the scriptures as that's the so Lord good. brings life to that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Well, and I and, think and so also there, it brings. I was telling my dad about it at lunch yesterday. You know, it just brings such humanity to the boys. Right. I mean, in our minds growing up, the disciples, you know, they show Peter brushing his teeth and picking his teeth, you know, and they they're all jealous of each other and they're all fighting kind of each other. Nobody likes Matthew because he's a friggin' ADD weirdo. Right. And I just love the and then, you know, the the one with Nathaniel under the tree and burning his ar- oh. architecture. It, it's just the humanity. Right. Of who the mm-hmm. boys and Mary you know, and the, and Mother Mac, Mary Magdalene, who who they just were, you know, and so anyway, yes, so cool. And I guess it's a good lead in because that's exactly what we experienced uh, in Emmett, didn't we? That's I mean, it. That first that's night, it. it hit your heart. What did you say that first night? Do you remember when it got to? We went around the circle. So let let's, uh-huh. let me set the scene real quick. So we're in a barn. It's freezing. Turn the fire on. The heaters. It heats up to eighty. We're stripping off sweatshirts instantly. Right. And they set the ground rules and Jeremy's just sitting there smoking his long pipe, which by the way, he's making us those pipes. We're going to have some cool pipes. Oh, soon, baby. Uh, and Brian bird, who's connected to the wild at heart guys, all this stuff. Brian sets the ground. Rules. Look, look, if you're talking too long, we're going to tell you to land the plane and shut the hell up. Right. And if you over talk mm-hmm. somebody, we're going to shut you up and everybody's going to share. And it just starts with the first guy. And, and I didn't know this ground rule, but he said, I'm a three tonight. And, and Jeremy says, why, what's going on, bud? And he's like, well, I've been in rehab for 42 days and he starts sharing his story and gets vulnerable and it goes around the room and these guys just start puking their stuff. Right. Oh yeah. Big time. I mean, (laughs) well, and it's just, and what was funny to me is I had a bunch of thoughts, you know, the first thing that I saw, which I, you know, I mentioned to, to you guys the next day or right after the event, I, you know, I literally had a picture of Jesus coming in the room and just telling me to shut my mouth, which it wasn't my turn to talk, but he totally put the, he wasn't rude. He just, I mean, he put his, he put his finger over his mouth, but I, I understood it as John, just listen, because, yeah. you know, it's my first time stepping into this, these group of men who have, you know, probably been doing this for what, a year, two years, some of them, five years, this yeah. it was a third time. Yeah. And yeah. some of them yeah. had so, never talked before we got there. In any of the meetings, yes. right? So the yeah. format guys Which blew is, my mind. They, they they're called fires, and by the way, they're doing these now. They're going to be doing these all over the country. They had their first one in Wyoming uh, last week. This week, they had their first one in Arkansas. And you just come in and you sit around a fire and you get vulnerable as men, and everything stays in the barn, right? And mm-hmm. and it, it mm-hmm. and you get vulnerable. But the the thing, and if you're watching this on video, you can see John putting his finger over his mouth. Jesus just told us to be quiet and watch. Um, And then we go around this circle and guys are sharing their hearts and what happened to them and where they are with their wives and just some brutal things. Right. And the F bomb from the Cowboys are going 
I just love the rawness of it, right? I mean, it was my people, right? Growing up uh-huh. as a little bit of a cowboy. And and then it gets to you. And what did you say? You started weeping and it just hit my heart so strong. You know, just that I just got lucky to be there. You know, it like I, I didn't know what I wanted to share. I, you know, I wanted to honor what Jesus was saying because, you know, of course we're sitting there and my prophetic is wanting to just, you know, I'm just wanting to just intervene and and just speak life and but it's like slow down john wayne this is life too just because you're stepping into this doesn't mean you have the only part of this you know and so it was for me i was sitting there and just feeling and experience these men and just it was like i just i was kind of speechless so i said my name uh kind of where i was from how i got there and then um i was blown away by the numbers it's something that my wife does in her mentoring stuff with these dancers you know, let's, let's put this on a scale. Give me a scale. So I, and the scale is, you know, really for us. You mean like a one to 10, like one being the worst and 10 being the best. Mm -hmm. Your wife does that with her dancers, which is incredible. So you were kind of used to Mm -hmm. that, but I loved you said, guys, I I'm just in awe. I've never seen men do this. I've never experienced this. Mm -hmm. Like I, I said afterwards, there's no way you could experience that on a Sunday morning in church. I mean, we had church. Right. That was the best church I've been a part of. Right. For a long time. But you could never be that raw and vulnerable as a man sitting in a church building with all the programs and, the you know, all the stuff going on. Right. It was it was I was undone. You were undone. You said, look, I I don't even know what to say. I've never seen this before. Yeah. I mean, that's that's literally it. Like I like when you when you experience what God does in the in the natural and it, it just kind of shuts you up. Like you don't, I, he doesn't need my programs. He doesn't need my abilities. He doesn't need my strengths. He just wants me just like those guys like there. And I don't want to say his name, but I fell in love and I don't even know him, but this, this older man, this older cowboy guy sits there and just, he just gets honest and, and you know, yeah. and raw. And he's just talking about what is happening in his heart and to sit back and, and know that, <laughs> It's so funny. We get in these little these little zones of like, well, okay, God's here, God's doing this, God's doing this, this. No, God's moving over the earth. Yeah. Because this is his agenda. He loves hearts, he loves men, and he's doing this everywhere. This is what he wants to do. And he let us get to experience that in this small town in Idaho. And I'm just like, oh my God. And I've never seen this. I've never seen men of all this different ages drop the egos at the door and they just go. Yeah. They just literally just go. I mean, the one guy literally shocking. says in the room, I've dealt with the homosexual spirit my whole life and I'm in sexual therapy. Right. And I, I don't know how to get rid of this. So I'm a three tonight. Right. And he just was undone and there was nothing happening. That's guys. This is just Monday night. Right. We're we're not we haven't even started yet. We didn't know any of these guys. Like it was fun. John and I get to Emmett, Idaho. It's in the middle of nowhere. Right. But by the way, go there and go Venice Johnny's motorcycle shop it's the coolest motorcycle shop on the planet right he was like number two in the world motocross buy a bike there all right we're gonna i'm talking to him by the way all the time he's following everything i love that guy but uh we we get there and we don't know where to go or what to do so we just go into a bar to get a beer um together and it is everybody in there smoking it was like being on a twa flight in the 1970s stuck on there with everyone smoking on the plane (laughs) We reeked. We said, we got to get the hell out of here. Remember? It was like, what? Right? So that's how Monday for us started. And then we go to this meeting and that's what happened. 
uh, Tuesday morning, right? I loved it. We're we're in this RV holiday motel with concrete walls and popcorn ceilings. And John and I could care less because it was him and I. I wouldn't put my wife in it. But um, and John gets up real early and says, "I'm going to go get his coffee." And I wanted I want you to share your little journey with the coffee shop. But uh, every morning, John would go over and get his coffee. Um, but we just start and we would just start talking and praying and and just kind of processing. And we couldn't go to bed till after midnight every night because we were buzzing, right? But we we mm-hmm. go over Tuesday and we meet with Jeremy and Papa Doc, uh, Mike Everson, incredible guy, Brian Bird, yeah, and Holy Spirit it, just kind of moving in this little barn studio that that they have. Mm-hmm. And then um, what is Jeremy says? Hey, I got a new toy. Let's go. Well, dude, bro, I got it. I got it. Cause he asked me, what was it? Uh, it was Monday. I can't remember exactly when he said, he's like, what are you excited about? And so, it, I mean, you know this about me, but my heart, I mean, I live in Oklahoma and it's a great place. Let's face it. It's a great place to raise a family, but it's, it's like, it's the worst of the worst when it comes to environment and that I want to be in. I, I experience God in the mountains and with big trees. That's my favorite thing. And everybody yeah. has their thing, but for me, that's mine. Yeah. And then seeing water course. And so I, you know, somehow said that. And so he takes us. You, in you his said that Jeep. to Jeremy. You're like, oh. this is my heart. I got to get yeah. in the mountains. Okay. Yes. Which, you know, in Emmett's like in this valley and it's kind of, it's like sagey hills and little mountains around. It's like a bowl. And, but then on, I can't remember directionally, it was like Northeast or something, huge mountain snow covered. And he goes, yeah. that's where we're going. So and we jump in bro, his just, new little Jeep that he just gotten on Friday. And it's the, 362 oh, right it's got 460 some horsepower this thing is a hot rod it was faster than crap and he's like jump in he's like are you guys cool man can we just go and we're like absolutely he steps on this sucker man <laughs> and we're off right that was fun. i didn't know jeeps went that fast you know all the jeeps i've seen are like four bangers yeah. big tires whatever this right. thing what he was telling us it was like zero to 60 and like 4.8 seconds or yeah. something. It's got the big it's motor fast. in it. And it's awesome. And, it, so and he had fast. his wife, Mary mode, where it would quiet. And we're like, no, no, no. We want loud mode, man. It was, <laughs> right? And so we rip up this mountain. I mean, we just go. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's all mud. And it's snow. And by the time we get to the top where mm-hmm. they did their retreat, uh, I mean, it's six foot feet of snow. I mean, eagles. Oh, yeah. Everywhere. I mean, Elk, deer. I mean, it was four bald eagles. We saw the four bald eagles. I've never seen a bald eagle in like I've heard. And people are like, ah, and I miss yeah. it. Saw four but of them. The the the, the rich crazy. part of the day of doing this, guys. And again, I didn't know Idaho was this cool. I just didn't. Um, and it's the mm-hmm. you know it's the kayaking capital, and you can just get in your kayak and just swoop into the river, and you know all these cool things. And we stop at this shame and disgrace bar or something to have lunch. I don't remember what what it was named but it was yeah. the only thing open up on the mountain and but we just start sharing hearts we just started sharing story we just got real vulnerable the three of us in this jeep as we just ripped up this mountain um and it was easy like jeremy says i asked him i said what's the hardest part of this past year for you and he said man i turned 50 in september and that was a really tough birthday for me and i'm like what September 6th and he's like yeah September 6th which is my birthday right and we just had these weird connections all day <laughs> um but it was just being real together right and like you and I always yes do. no matter where we go what we're doing mm-hmm. 
you know, we get way into each mm -hmm. other's hearts and I'm used to this, mm -hmm. but I didn't, I didn't know other men were doing this, um, you yes. know, on the planet. Yes. It was like meeting that in ice age, that other mammoth you didn't know existed. These guys are doing what <laughs> you and I have been doing for a very long time. Um, and mm -hmm. for, for me for mm -hmm. a very, very long time. And I'm like, wow, this is unique. It was a special, special yeah. day. For me. Bro. Dude, something hit my heart when you were saying that, and I and I'm gonna tie it back into the chosen. But this is I'm, it, the Holy Spirit. I think is speaking to me right now. Um, you know, when Jesus is sitting at that house with that man, you know that 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 robbed the Jewish guy. You know, he's talking about that story, and James and John are realizing that they just helped this one man. And Jesus makes this amazing statement. He goes, "That's what we Jews do. We share stories." Mm. And it hit me. It That's hit me right. like a missile. That's what the scriptures, that's one of the gifts that the Jewish people gave everybody is they gave us this story, whether it, whether you see it polished or whether you see the failures or the everything together. The whole point is they shared a story that is still impacting the, the, the world. Right. And we're sitting in, in in a small little bar with Jeremy. And that's the point is we started we're starting to share stories. We're starting to share our story. And we're starting to see how the Father and the Holy Spirit and Jesus are weaving this together. You're not alone, man. I, I, I just want to say this over and over and over. You're not alone. Yeah. God is doing this and he's bringing it up and you can trust the move of the Father. It's so good. It's just so powerful. But I, how hard is that, John? I mean, if you're a guy listening to this thing and you've done that before, like, I'll be honest, for me, uh, I have gone really deep with some men and felt completely and totally betrayed by them. I've shared things that I thought were between us as men and between, you know, really vulnerable things about my marriage or, uh, you know, other, you know, just stuff that we deal with as men, you know, looking at women, mm -hmm. looking at if we looked at porn or stopped or, you know, whatever those issues are. Um, and then they go and share that with people. And then they expose when they get upset and you know how do we do this like how do we not expose each other and so then we can build trust i mean honestly it's taken these guys and emmett like three years before some of them would even talk just to build trust just so men could trust and so what's your thoughts on that how do we how do we do that and that's a <clears throat> that's a good question. I mean, cause you know, as soon as you start talking about that, I, you know, I recall the times where I've messed that up where I've shared too much. Um, and man, it, I mean, that is a great question. I mean, because the, the, the whole point of, I, I think for you and I, one of the things that we've, you know, we, I love that statement, you know, we've spilled the same blood in the same mud, mm -hmm. you know, we've been through some of the things now, some things are unique absolutely to certain people or to each individual, but you know, there, there comes a part uh, for me speaking just for me where I, I finally was like, okay, Jesus, it doesn't always have to be me. It doesn't have to be my story that changes it. It doesn't have to be. And I think that's what, that's what hit me in Emmett is I'm sitting around and I'm seeing Jesus move in men that I didn't even know existed. And it kept taking, I was telling you, it kept taking me back to Job where, you know, Job, you know, this pious man, you know, he's doing all these things that look wonderful. And then God's literally comes to him at the end and it just wrecks it. So I, th I think to sum it up for me is 
I mean, you're going to fail at it. I mean, you're going to, you're yeah. going to fail at it. You're, you're going to be exposed. Yeah. And you're going to be exposed. And it's the ability to sit in that exposure and realize Jesus didn't leave you in that. The one man that was exposed, the one man that never left, the one man that was betrayed and never left the table and then sat at the right hand. He is always there. And that's, that's the consistent theme that I see when the father's moving, Jesus is right in the middle of it with the Holy spirit. It's the, it's always the three. There's the, the father, father, and so Trinity. Yeah. for me, he, yeah, he's fathered me through that. And, I don't know if there's a great answer to that. I just, I messed it up. And well, yeah, I don't, I don't know either. And I, I think that, you know, most pastors, men's groups, most things I've witnessed on the planet. And again, this isn't criticism. This is just reality. Maybe it is criticism. Uh, I am critical sometimes, but um, is their taught empire, right? They're taught yeah. to build oh. their own little ministry, their yeah. own mega church, their own men's ministry. Right. And so, They'll use whatever they have to, not even mostly subconsciously, right? They'll use whatever they have to, to build that ministry. And, you know, one of the things I said to the boys in Emmett, I said, look, I, I don't, you can have journeymen. I don't, I don't give a shit about any of this, right? Honestly, no. oh, yeah. it's like, I don't build ministries. I'm not building an app. I, I want to build men's hearts, right? I build people's mm. hearts. And until we shift from building our own little empires to Shalom, to bringing peace to people's oh. hearts, right? And and we can't trust even our own self, right? And so, you know, you and I have been mm. doing this since 95 off and on, 1995. <laughs> and so we've been able to build trust over years and years and years. And, and that trust has been broken even last August, right? We had a, a situation Bro. happen with my own son where Bro. trust could have been broken and we might have never talked again, right? So, mm. but what we have found for one another is grace. We found like, okay, man, we just don't get to do that again, right? We just hold each other's feet to that fire and go, either we're going to really trust each other and everything stays here. Uh, again, not to avoid our wives or avoid people, right? We're very vulnerable with, with most people, but there's things we're going to talk about that are going to stay right here. And we know that yep. now and it's been tested. Our covenant yep. relationship it has been tested. tested. It has. And, and here oh, we yeah. sit right? So men, your, your relationships will be tested and you just need to know that. And the only thing that's going to keep your heart open is risking again to have these kind of relationships, period. So key. So, so key. We, so we go into Wednesday and there's a young guy that can't come to the meeting that night. So he wants to meet. Can I, I yeah. want to, can I interrupt you for a second? Yeah, I want to tell you this because I, I mean, the Holy Spirit is just speaking and I, and you said something on Tuesday night. That's why I wanted to interrupt. And it, it well, was, Tuesday was it, holy. it's hit my heart and it stayed in my heart. Okay. Yes, it was, it was holy. We, we're sitting with the men. It's now the five of us. We're done in the mountains. We've come back. We're sitting in the, in the office with Jeremy, Doc and, and Brian. And the idea we were, we were processing and some, and some prophetic stuff was happening and legacy was mentioned. And we, we live in a culture uh, where empire is all around us. And if you guys are struggling with what empire is, get on Bama, listen to Marty talk about it. It's a podcast series. He'll listen. take you through it. Yes. God. Listen to it. He does a great job. I don't need to, to do his job. Uh, plus, I want to plug him because I love what he's doing. Um, but legacy, it's, 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 you said this. It's not legacy. It's heritage. And whenever, and it hit my heart because one of the prayers I've prayed for years and years that everybody prays is in Hebrews 11. I love, it's it's not the legacy of faith, it's the heritage of faith yeah. that yeah. we're adopted into this 
this deal. And then they sum it up in, 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 in Hebrews 12, the cloud of witnesses. It's, it, this is the heritage of our father. He planted this seed in Abraham, the seed of faith that Abraham responded to. He, you know, he had his ups and his downs, but it's the heritage. We're not, we're not passing on legacy. We're not passing on empire because it, it's not going to work. No, it's, it's all ego. It, all, it just feeds works. our ego. Yes. If, if I'm yes. doing something to do a legacy, that's just feeding my ego. It's not about me. It was really beautiful. Mm-hmm. One of the guys had a, a word and he saw three gates around the property that we were on and he love and life. And then he says legacy. And I, I just, I probably wouldn't have done this, you know, five years, 10 years ago, but I stopped him and I said, no, bro, it's inheritance. It's heritage. It's not legacy. Mm. And later then at dinner, you know, he thanked me for that. He's like, I've never had a man stop a prophetic word I'm saying and bring such clarity to it because he said, you're absolutely right. It's been, it's ego that feeds legacy. It's when we're just living for inheritance for our children's children, the 100 year plan, it changes everything. Yes. And I'm glad you stopped me because Tuesday night was a holy night. Like I, we haven't, that wow. was holy, just for the five of us and, mm. and God marked us and brought us together in heart. And again, no agenda. We don't know where it's all going. I kind of have an idea. <laughs> so then we get to Wednesday, right? We have an incredible Wednesday. I do three hours of podcasts with Jeremy. You guys have hopefully listened to the one of his story. It'll change your life. I'm getting so many messages from guys listening to that. So make sure you listen to last week's uh, podcast. And then I think it's episode nine. And then um, I do Jeremy's podcast, Wild Courage, guys. Go Google it. Get on the Wild Courage podcast where we both have our hats on. Mm -hmm. Uh, Listen to to Jeremy's life story on that. It's a a man on the run. I think it's part one and two. Um, But he just did one with John Eldridge. It's really powerful. Uh, Anyway, we do like three, three, three and a half hours of podcasting. You're hanging out with Doc all day. It's just connecting hearts. And then this guy wants to go to lunch because he's heard about us in the city because it's a small city. And we go to lunch with this young guy who him and his wife, and their three baby boys are just serving Kenyan refugees in the in the middle of, of Boise, Idaho, mm-hmm. right? And he's telling us stories of little boys showing up on their doorstep naked because their dads just kicked them out. And they have to bring all these kids in their house. And it's just them loving on Kenyan refugees. And he starts sobbing. And we're at this little lunch table. And he's like, I, I need to get my wife a break. He's like, she's she's just ending the our last boy's breastfeeding. She's just now nursing. The nursing's going to stop, and she's so exhausted from all the ministry. And we respond immediately. We're like, we're putting her in a spa. We're sewing into this. Yes. Like uh, the big theme of the week was sewing and reaping, right? And we'll do that on a a different <laughs> podcast soon because it'll change your your damn life. I promise you. But it's being generous as men, right? And wow, that was powerful. That was a oh, bro. <laughs> and you know, we're sitting there, and it, it, Joel comes in, and it's like it, the tough part is he had a he had a bounce after lunch, like he had to take off. And so I'm like, dude, bro, we're just getting started, man. We're you, you're out of here. And he's like, I got to go. I got he had some work stuff, some scheduling things he couldn't make happen. But just sitting there, and it, it's it, like you said, it's it, freely we have received, and freely we give. It's, it's the idea that God is literally putting in. He, these things are happening. I, I can see it. I have this prophetic vision of what God is doing on the planet. And it's getting all of this stuff, all these moving parts, which blows my mind. 
it blows my mind that he can do all this personal stuff in my life and everybody else's at the same right. time and balance that and bring this together in a harmony that glorifies a Jesus lifts Jesus up lifts and the Holy spirit has access. Um, but you said it right. It's we freely, we give yeah. and, and freely we, re, uh-huh. you know, freely we receive it. So we give freely. And so that's what, I mean, in that lunchtime going into that session on Wednesday nights, you know, and the interesting thing is we spent what an hour and a half of that Wednesday night and it, things were bouncing, but there was a theme of, wow. of our wives were coming. Right. Wow. Like, I'm, you know, I mean, and I want guys yelling at me going F you man. Like I can't, yeah. my wife would never do this. She would never let me just sew in and, and I'm like, guys, it's taken me 22 years of learning my wife's heart and studying her pace and her rhythm and her trusting because God will not be mocked. He shows mm-hmm. up when we sew. But you're, our wives, man, we haven't done it well. So they're full of fear, anxiety, right? Or And these guys were getting pissed. It was incredible, <laughs> right? And I, they'd say, F you. I go, no, F you. And, and, and then the prophetic would happen. And I mean, it was... It was a fun night. I mean, again, it Dude. goes 6.30 to 8.30. We get to 8.30, and Jeremy says, I dismiss everybody. If you don't want to stay around, leave. No one leaves. And we go to almost midnight, right? It, <laughs> oh, was, yeah, big time. it was just Jesus walking in a room. And yeah. and it's the first time they'd ever varied from their pro their, their what they do. And Jeremy's like, tonight mm-hmm. we're just giving it to Gary and John. We're just going to go. And, man, we went. Right. And it was a theme mm-hmm. of how do we steward our heart, our wife's hearts or our future wife's hearts to walk them into mm-hmm. freedom to where they're valued and seen. Because all a man ever wants is to be respected. Right. That's all we want. We want it mm-hmm. from our dad. We want it from our coaches. We want it from our buddies. And we never quite feel respected in life if we stay stuck in first half. Right. And then all women want is for us to hear their hearts, not just see it. But what is she mm. actually saying from her heart? And man, that's where it went that night. The Bro, last night. Well, and you're and you're saying it, guys. If you're hearing this and you're and you're like, yeah, I want to be respected, man, take some time and actually practice investing in your wife and see if you get respect. Yeah. You know, it, it shocks me to see men, you know, they get angry and they frustrate. And I'm like, what are you doing to change it? What are, what are you investing in? Like this, you know, if you want to know scripture, you read the Bible, you meditate on the Bible, you invest into it. And then you see fruit from that. If you want to see uh, your child succeed, what you know, education, we learn how to read, we do these things. And then people look at their marriage, like it's just going to happen. Right. And I'm like, what are you talking about? If you don't invest, invest into this woman who's right. worth investing into yes. and see what kind of fruit you're going to get back in return. Guess I mean, what? If and it's not a selfish in- thing. If you don't invest into her, you're going to try to invest in the next one. It's not going to work. It just it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Exactly. And so the whole theme (laughs) was that power of God showed up. But I want to tell and I don't want to use names, but there's a young guy hadn't talked all night. We're kind of winding down. And I just looked over at him and I'm like, bro, what's on your heart? And he he just went off like we had talked about uh, you guys. I'm sure some of you have heard my story of I laid my sword down when we got removed from Africa and all these things happened and a woman prophesied over me that the enemy had picked up my sword and cut my son's throat out with it, which literally happened. Um, And what my processing through that, I shared some of that that night. And this young guy says, I've never been given a sword. 
ever in my life. Mm -hmm. And I immediately saw that his father had been operating under the Jezebel spirit and emasculated him most of his life. And the, his story is, we learned it afterwards, <sighs> incredible what his dad had done to him and his brother. He was, I said, you're supposed to go on a journey and we're going to break fear off of you. He was going the next day to confront his dad. And we had no mm -hmm. idea, but Jesus did. And by the time we're done with this, I and mean, what was happening in your heart, all I had all the guys stand up and get around this guy. And it uh, was incredible. Dude, bro, I mean, it, I mean, this is our heart. I mean, this is, this is our heart. Guys, if you want to know what Gary and I really are about, it's, I want, when I saw that man, uh, and he was definitely a man. He just hadn't been told and affirmed in that way That's enough. Right. And he needed father. it more. And Jesus was, yeah, by a father. And Jesus was doing that. And that's that's the whole point. He doesn't need me to be there and walking through every step. God literally showed up and was getting him ready. And it, it was interesting. You know, God was speaking to me about how he has the seer stuff, that he's going to see things. But seeing how he 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 transitioned in that night, and then praying for him for, I've been praying for him now for, what has it been, almost two weeks now since we've been there. I mean, I think about him every day. I pray about this guy every day, and it blows me away. I feel my faith strengthened because I, I hear his story. I see it, what happened. And I'm like, Lord, if this man is alive and still functioning, God, I love how you do this. You keep men alive, even if it's small. I love that statement. Jesus says, a smoldering wick, I don't snuff okay, out. Man. Like it's Come on. Those things that just hang there, and Jesus is like, weed. yeah, that's it. Mm, and he, he just he straightens us out, and he takes care of us. I, I love that. You know, this young man was going to go confront his dad. Holy Spirit comes. Doc kneels in front of him. Jeremy leaves the room and comes back with this big old huge buffalo knife. That's the most beautiful knife so I've ever awesome. seen in my life. Right, and he and he <laughs> presents it to this guy as his father, spiritual mm. father. Right, because this kid's been in relationship with Jeremy for a long time. And it, what happens, guys, is this guy starts declaring, getting healed, delivered. I'm telling you. And then he realizes that he's not going to confront his father. He's going to forgive his father and love him. Oh, father. come on. And, and we all were just weeping. And because it's not, guys, about fixing the relationships with our dads if they're bad to us. It's about forgiving them and loving them where they live. Because... Men just live in a dark, isolated space. I just read yesterday that the biggest epidemic now, they believe scientifically, is that men are just trapped. They're isolated. And men aren't being men. And guys, let me tell you something. And I want to say this, John. We walked in that barn. There's some badass, mean-looking mothers in that barn. Like, Ooh. you wouldn't go walk up Ooh. to these guys on the streets. These are cowboys. Mormons. Dude, what what was the other people coming to Christ like? Uh, uh, La La Latter Day Saints were in there. Oh, it that's was, Mormons. It was crazy. Yeah, crazy Mormons and well, all these yeah, guys. I guess it is. And it's just this movement of God. And then guys like I'm going to prove to my parents that Mormonism is bad. And God's going, no, just go love your parents. Stop trying to prove yeah. something and fix something, and just go love them like I would go love them. And that's what came out of the last night and the next morning at Johnny's shop, we prayed, for, uh, dude, we could go on and on and on. <laughs> We're running out of time. Yes. I, I just want us. let's end with guys. You need this. Can I just say that if you're watching us on video on our, our Patreon, which is Patreon uh, for, for my, my wife and I, Gary and Lisa black.com. Or if you're listening to this on the M four, five, six podcast, um, you need this man. You, you need men 
that will say the shit to you, that will say the raw to you, tell you the truth in love and confront your crap and call you up and out. There was that one guy that last night that had been through 42 days of, of therapy mm. and rehab. I looked at him and I said, you were born for this, man of God. You were born to walk through hell. You smell like smoke because God trusts you enough that you can you can do this. You were born for this. And man, he stood up and screamed mm. and deliverance. And he realized he was made for this. And he said, I'm going to go rescue my wife's heart. I'm going to go mm. win my little girl back. Right? Because that's what we do as men. We overcome when we know we've got other men around us to hold our arms up so we can fight the battle, right? We can stay yes. in this thing, right? Yes. Kidding me? Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's no other way. I mean, the only other thought is, you know, we, we got to go back to the room and, and, and sit and drink scotch and, and just, just, just experience, you know, re experience what we just experienced. And I, I am forever grateful. And I know that we've connected to those men and, um, I just love it. And, and guys, you're going to, you're going to walk this journey. You're going to find guys, just keep going, keep going. Yeah. Don't stop. Find Don't it, hold on to it, get it, join us, join us, the, the journeyman. Um, we're, we're still figuring out how to do this, right. Um, and how to broadcast this, but God's going to take care of that part. Right. Uh, but this is what we're about. And this is what's going to happen. And God is, this is something that the father is moving on around the world. I, I just know it. I don't have to see it. I know it. You just know I it. know it. This is you what you know that you know. Yeah. Yeah. Let me end mm -hmm. with this guys. There's a big difference between isolation and solitude. And so what the enemy loves to do is get us in isolation where we, we feel alone. There's nobody left. He did it, you know, done it through all through the scripture, did it to Elijah, that Jezebel spirit got Elijah after he calls fire down on 850 prophets. He wants to kill himself. He wants to die because there's no one left. He didn't know there was 7,000 that, 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 that hadn't knelt to this thing, right? And hadn't bowed to this spirit. And I'm telling you, there's 7,000 men out there that haven't bowed. They're ready. And God's birthing this thing all over the planet. And so, man, join us. Join the journeyman.mn.co. Come, come get on this thing. Listen to this stuff. Give us your feedback, right? Let us know what, where you're struggling. We're going to release some of the, where these fires are going. As God releases a, a, a bus for Lisa and I, we're praying for a big Integra Aspire diesel pusher so we can just hit the road and, and, and flame, fan the flames of these fires. And our thing on Journeyman, we want to start doing the same thing. Come into and, and geotrack uh, all the guys that are on the app and bring us together just to be vulnerable and raw with one another and see our hearts get healed. Johnny, thanks, man. This is so much fun. This is so much love fun, it. bro. All right, guys, love we it. love you. We love you. We'll be back to you uh, next week. Talk soon.